with, uh, am I familiar with how bad voice actor auditions can be? Yes. As a, <laughs> as somebody who works in the audio department, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. I'm just making sure that you've definitely done this too, but this was, this was the first time for me was hearing, uh, uh, just having to hear a bunch of auditions for different characters and stuff uh, for for voice acting because we haven't really done. This is the first time we, you know, the game we're working on now is the first time we've done voice acting. Yeah. So, uh, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Like, just, I mean, I like I did a lot of like the character design, right? So, like, you know, writing up. Do a voice that's kind of like this guy, or you know, something like that. Like, yeah, you're doing like the the sides, the, uh, the the basically like the descriptions in the in the sample text. Yeah, exactly, like some of the lines and stuff. And so you know, you'd write something like, do like a Liam Neeson voice, or do a Sean Connery, or something. Uh-huh. And then they'll, you know, you'll get a guy. It's like. Hey, this is Greg Dipshit auditioning for the role of Sean Connery, and he'll be like, "We've used Greg Dipshit before." This, and, and, and then this, and then this is him reading the lines. Hi, I'm Sean Connery. Uh huh. <laughs> and just like, really? Did you really? <laughs> You're just talking in your normal guy voice. It's like so many. It was just like, no, this is awful. Yeah. Like, like they they introduce themselves, and it's like Floyd Fairview. Reading for fake Sean Connery. Hi, I'm fake Sean Connery. Yeah, like yeah. literally, it was just like some of them. There was just so bad. Yeah, you know, like. But I don't know if that's just how kind of the voice acting audition system works. It's like they just kind of. Are you going through agencies? I'm yeah. Assuming, yeah. 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 Sometimes. So here's how that can happen. Sometimes, <laughs> right? It can be. That um, there are occasionally times where an agency, like, has gotten some new talent and they want to just, like, feel them out. So they're like, sure, we'll just have these new guys audition, see if they can fit the role. And then they've probably got some people in their pocket where they're just like, oh, you want fake Connery? Yeah, he's right here. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that definitely <laughs> kind of happened with some of the stuff we were doing because there was, like, one one of the characters and... It was like, what was interesting is like, I think a lot of them, like some of the agencies, like they just said, here, read for every role. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got like, the, like one guy that I was, I was listening to him, you know, read some of the roles and like, no, he's really terrible at all these. And it's like, I know this one that's coming up, he's going to be really good at. Yeah. And like, and then we got to that one and it's like, yep. It was exactly perfect. You know? <laughs> and so it felt like there was definitely some of that where it's like, okay, we're going to have this guy come in because you asked for this voice and he's going to be the one that does it. Yeah. And if they're doing auditions at like, at like at the, uh, the agency like studio or something, like if they have him in a booth mm-hmm. and they're just like, Hey, we got a batch of auditions. Mm-hmm. Just like rattle off all of these things. And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. And they'll do that because it's, you know, they can record all that stuff really quick and it's, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but so did you get any that you could clearly tell it was a guy in his house on his phone? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes those are the best people, but they're just like, oh, I got this. And it's just, you know, uh, yeah. and their acting is is 
like spot on. Uh, but it's also like they're on their phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we'll we'll get that because we'll get like 30 submissions for each character. Yes, that's the other thing. It's like, oh my gosh, there's so many to read through. Yeah. Or and to listen to or whatever. But often yeah. what I'll end up doing is like, I'll hear their name and then I'll hear like the first two, like the first two sentences of their performance and be like, no, no. no yeah, that's exactly maybe, what I did. No, no. <laughs> well, no. Well, yes, this one. And I mean, our, our, like the VO and ours is so short. Like they are, like our, all our lines literally is like three sentences. Yeah. So it's like you get through the first line and it's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like that. <laughs> It was like history of the world. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, okay, I got it down to four. And it's like, nope, this one. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty much how it works with us, too. Also, it was funny. Like, there was one, it was like a, it was a female voice. And then there's a couple of male actors that did it. And I was like, you know what? Some of the guys are my favorite ones mm-hmm. of, the, <laughs> of this set. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much how our additions go as well. And, uh, but, and like the, the, yeah, but all of our stuff is like, we'll have like, you know, 12 characters we need to cast at the same time too. Mm-hmm. So it's a mess. Yeah. But like part of this, part of like hearing those additions, I was kind of wanting to go back and encourage Robbie to like get in to try and get into voice acting again. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you like at one point when he was like doing tape waiting tables and stuff, like some woman just handed him a card to like, tell him to like, you've got a great voice. You should come in and audition for our voice acting agency or something like that. Yeah. And I want it. It's like, at the time I was like, do it. You should so freaking do this, you know? But I don't know if it's part of that. Me like living through him vicariously, like, because I want to be a cartoon character. Uh-huh. Uh, Not a voice. You want to be a cartoon character. Yes, probably. (laughs) Yes, probably that. Probably that more than like just being a voice actor. But yeah, yeah. Well, because then you can just wear the same thing every day, right? So there is that. Yes, and maybe that character doesn't wear pants. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you're like a duck or something. Mm -hmm. Pigs and ducks and what have you. I mean, the fact that. You're a farm animal and you've got any clothes on is like shows that there's like some shame. Yeah. But it's almost well, always a shirt. It's like never covering like the crotch area. Uh except with Mickey Mouse. And it's exclusively the crotch, right? Or Yeah. And the gloves. Right. Although the gloves came later. But he doesn't have a shirt, right? Like what is Yeah. I now I can't even I can't even picture what he looks like right now. He doesn't have a shirt. It's just the shorts. Okay. Just the red shorts with the yellow buttons. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a human dressed like Mickey Mouse dresses. It would be like a shirtless guy with suspenders and red shorts with big white buttons on them and white gloves. You would look like a crazy person. Well, you wouldn't have the suspenders either. Oh, he doesn't have suspenders? No. Oh, I just want... Who's got suspenders? I think Goofy has some suspenders sometimes. Well, he's got a vest and pants and shoes and a hat. Goofy is like the most dressed. He's the most clothed of that like core trio yeah. between Goofy, Donald, and Mickey. Yeah. The uh, the the Kingdom Hearts three. 
like he's got the most clothes. Because <laughs> Donald, yeah. Donald's just got sailor shirt and neckerchief and stuff and and hat. no pants and hat and no pants. Yeah, like he's he's like in a gay porno or something. Well, he is a sailor. Sailor (laughs) suit with no pants. Yeah. Yeah, Mickey Uh, is totally shirtless. You know what it is? It's because his shorts are up to his friggin' chest. Like, if he had nipples, like, they would be up to his nipples. Right. So it's almost like he's got, like, like a red tube top or something. What? It's almost like he's wearing, like, a tube top thing. Like, you know one of those, like, tube top dresses that... Yeah, okay, yeah. Right? But it's like, it goes from, like, the boobs down to the knees. Yeah, but it's also shorts. Right, because it's got that, it's got the crotch split. Mm-hmm. So. Like, he has distinct pant legs. And, like, buttons that are enormous. Mm-hmm. Because they're, but also, well, relative to his eyes, they're... The same size. The same size. So, I don't really know what that means as far as proportions go. I don't know. Just looking at the shorts, like, they look huge compared to the shorts they're on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no shirt, just gloves and shorts and shoes. Right, and shoes. So, there's that. Maybe at one point, Donald and Mickey were, like, uh, like trying to pretend they were one person. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. You know, like... Donald's on top and he's riding Mickey and uh and so you know it's like like, like they were trying to like get into a to like a, a bar or something and there's like yeah. two children that are stacked on top of each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like just coming in from shore leave. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Like yeah. Come on, Donald. I've got to get a drink. You know, and, and Donald does his Donald voice, which you can't do. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it. That's the that's the extent of like a Donald Duck voice. <laughs> it's like impossible. I don't know how that guy does it, but somehow he talks and makes like <laughs> sort of noise yeah. like as he's doing it. Yeah. Because like that thing, that noise that I just did is about the extent of a Donald Duck impression that I can do. <laughs> You got at least a, another syllable in there. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all just like like but if I try to like talk then it just it just <laughs> you know then it just sounds like I'm dying. Yeah, it's like it's like then it's just like an alien hack. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> You're getting closer. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, I feel like I can do a much like I can be closer to a Mickey and actually say words. Uh-huh. And like I, a Goofy, you just got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, you add the <laughs> to anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody can do a Mickey Mouse voice, though. Yeah. Well, I I assume. I mean, you just throw a little falsetto and go, <laughs> like, right? Like, yeah, but like say a sentence. Like say a sentence. It's like <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much just talking a falsetto voice, right? I suppose, yeah. Goofy, yeah. Well, Goofy's got a little. He's got like almost a southern drawl to it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, for some George. reason, yeah, George. <clears throat> it's re- Goofy hey is really there, more Donald. about yeah, Goofy's yeah. really more about just like learning to talk like Goofy. It's it's more it's more like picking up an accent than it is like yeah. doing it. It's a like voice. a a Goofy dialect. Yeah, like if there was like a yeah. yes, I. <laughs> Yes, I come from. I speak Southern Goofy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a you know, goofy Western accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's like uh, yeah, it's like the difference between like Southern Texas and Southern Georgia. You know, mm-hmm. it's also goofy. It's yeah. down there as well. Uh, so this is still in beta. Uh, it's uh, about video games. And we make video games. And do terrible impersonations of everything. Mm-hmm. They're all bad. <laughs> Although I did at one point do like a good Shaggy once in my life. That's kind of a Casey Kasem impression, though. <laughs> Considering he was the voice of Shaggy. <laughs> I definitely could not do a Casey Kasem voice. You know? You don't think you can do that? No. You can't say like, now back, now, now back to the countdown? And now back to the countdown. There you yeah, go. well, that's me. That's my audition for the Casey Kasem voices. Hi, me. I'm reading for Casey Kasem. And now back to the countdown. I'm this Casey Kasem. A, I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, that's the problem. It's like if I if I tried to be a voice actor, like I'd have all these things. It's like, yeah. nope, I'm just gonna talk in my voice because I absolutely so, sorry. Uh, sorry, this is my audition. I can't do Liam Neeson, so here you go. <laughs> I've got a particular set of skills. That's my Liam Neeson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also that movie with the wolf. <laughs> right. <laughs> also not taken. <laughs> and I think he was a Jedi or something. <laughs> yeah. And... Midichlorians. I'm Liam Neeson. <laughs> And now back to the countdown. <laughs> Bonus Casey Kasem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the problem I have with like wanting to be a voice actor is I can I can like I've I can do a good read. Like I can I can like read a script pretty well and like do acting as long as I don't have to do like a particular voice. Uh-huh. Cuz then it then it's just like what do you want me to do? Like, don't ask me to do a particular like impression voice, but like I can do like I can do dumb voices, you yeah. know? Yes. Don't, don't don't tell me to try and sound like somebody or do an accent or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> if if there's like a description of the character and I can try to like do some dumb voice that kind of sounds like the character, I think, like how I think the character would talk, like maybe we can like, you know, work that out. But if you specifically want like a Connery, like a Sean Connery or like, you know, a Casey Kasem or, a, you know, a Christopher Walken or something. And it's like, it's going to be real bad. I mean, it's not going to be the thing you're wanting, which is one of those specific actors. Losers always whine about the best. Winners <laughs> go home and fuck the problem queen. That's there you go. That's my yeah. best. <laughs> yeah. I'll- but we asked for a Sean Connery, and people couldn't even do that good. Like, yeah. my Sean Connery is better than most of the voice actors that auditioned. <laughs> You're like, no, no, your audition should sound a, a bit more like this. You know, That's not what your mother said last night. 
you're the man now, dog. You know, this is, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, we're terrible, and that's still a way better Sean Connery. Yeah. A lot lot of Sean Connery's is just grinding your S's, you know, it's just... S becomes a Shaw. Shaw. Sean Connery, you know, it's like that, you know, but it's good, you know. If you do it good, not like I'm doing it, then, yeah. But you can't just walk in and be like, but but I, I got this. I'm uh, Sean Connery here. <laughs> yeah. But instead, it's like, I'm doing a way overly Scottish impersonation. Like, it's like, mm. like we get like the friggin' Brave, like the, the king from Brave or whatever kind of Scottish instead of, oh. instead of Sean Connery Scottish. Yeah. Is the. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery barely sounds Scottish. Right. Or barely sounds cartoon scottish i guess you know uh so um speaking of brave i've been playing a lot of horizon zero dawn which is about a redhead girl who shoots a bow uh is it good is it yeah it's fun should i not regret the decision that it's on my table waiting to be played now no i like if i wasn't here recording this i would probably be playing it right now great uh yeah it's a really fun very pretty. Like, it looks very good. Yeah, that was one of the things that, like, made me interested in it. It was just how awesome it looked from yeah. the videos I saw. Uh, it play. I mean, it's, it is it is an open-world game uh, about collecting uh, items, uh, robot dinosaurs, and uh, skill trees, and crafting. Yeah, so I, I, from the looks of it, to me, it looked like it was going to be, like, kind of Monster Hunter, but... The dinosaurs were like robots. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was just like everything about it. There was like not a single thing for me to dislike about it. So I've never played Monster Hunter. Another guy at work was saying it was reminded of a Monster Hunter or people were saying it was in the vein of Monster Hunter. And I don't know how to if I can. I can't confirm that for you. Well, so I mean, it's I mean, mechanically, it sounds pretty like Monster Hunter, like giant monster things, kind of like some of the creatures you fight and like. Uh, who's a what's it's uh, Dragon's Dogma, right? Like some uh-huh. of the big, like some of the big things you fight in Dragon's Dogma, right? Um, so you'd have these big epic fights with these like giant monster things, yeah. And you take them down and then harvest them for parts, mm-hmm. and you can go sell those parts or craft them into new weapons and tools. Okay, yeah, no, it's exactly <clears throat> that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so there's like you have to like. They're the giant robots, because there's smaller robots, and those you can, like, stealth kill, and if they see you, then they come become kind of a pain in the butt. But, um, yeah, the larger robots have, like, specific weak points, and, like, the weak points are weak to certain, like, kinds of attacks or elements, and if you destroy those weak points that, like, uh, can either do, like, massive damage or prevent them from doing certain kinds of attacks... Yeah, I mean, I, so, like, I loved Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. You know, and so it's, like, that kind of stuff where it's, like, yeah, the fights feel, like, really cool and epic. Like, you're fighting this, like, giant thing, you know, yeah, that and, kind of stuff. Yeah, and with that, like, you can just be running around, and then it's, like, oh, crap, there's a dragon. Or a griffin just descended upon me, and now I have to deal with this. And yeah. uh, and that's how that game can feel, or Horizon can feel sometimes when you're running around, and it's, like, Ah, this thing's like spewing fire at me. 
whoops <laughs> uh but it, it's it's uh it's the setting is really cool um it's weird like some people think it's i guess a secret where you're supposed to be in that game because it is like the far-flung future dystopia sort of thing mm-hmm. um it's not a secret though they have like a like the second collectible of a certain like there's these things called like vantage points and the second one of those is like this is Colorado Springs and I'm like oh and like I had spent uh like uh like half an hour online like looking for specific like landmark things because there was like a statue that I found and then there was this other, this other like A-frame like building looking thing that looked really unique and I found those and I'm like oh this is in Colorado Springs and then uh i i get this collectible and i'm telling my roommate like yeah i figured out where this place is and then i hover over the information for this collectible and he's like yeah you're in colorado springs and i'm like damn it (laughs) (laughs) say it right there (laughs) Uh, so but yeah you're in like you're in colorado and i think i found like the like on the world map there i think you can go to like the Broncos stadium (laughs) or something so Uh Uh, oh the denver broncos (laughs) yeah uh the map's pretty big though like i was running around and was just like i don't know this map doesn't feel that big and then i looked at like i went to the map and i looked at where i had been and i'm like you've explored two (laughs) percent pretty much i i zoomed out uh, i I was looking at where i was and i'm like i can get around this area pretty easily and then i zoom out and i'm like oh there's this much and then zoom out a little bit more oh there's this much (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's not like uh, it's not as big as like The Witcher Three. It's not. It doesn't seem that big, and mm-hmm. certainly doesn't seem as big as the new Zelda game is. But uh, it's pretty big, and especially with like how good it looks and like how much detail there is in like some of the like destroyed looking cities and that kind of stuff. Like, feels like a pretty big map, and. Yeah. Uh, and the, the combat is really fun, like shooting your bows and stuff. Like they've got some things to kind of uh, um, alleviate the pain that is um, console console shooting. shooting. Like they've like one of the second or one of the first skills you can unlock is like, OK, this like slows time down for like 10 seconds so I can shoot stuff. And yeah, so that's nice. Um, so you mentioned Zelda. And I've yeah. seen a bunch of people online that are not happy with the new Nintendo because of like lots of technical problems and design flaws and things like that. Oh yeah. There's a so the people I know personally have had no problems with it. Mm-hmm. But the internet has had a multitude of just yeah. systems that are either DOA or They've got like dead pixels or they've got screens that just don't work or they turn them on and they start screeching at them. Well, but I've also seen stuff just like the plugs, like for the switch controllers, like if you get them backwards, they get stuck. Uh huh. And then like the dock will just destroy the screen. Yeah. The yeah. The flimsy plastic dock like is people are saying it's scratching the screen. Uh, And. So I guess. And Don't. also it's like a it's like a ninety dollar thing or something that you have to buy that uh is 
like, do you have to buy that? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you have to buy a dock to use it anyway? I don't know that that I, I have to follow back up on that, but I think they sell it separately for like $90, but uh, I would imagine that it comes with one. But anyway, all that's in it is basically like a three by three, like H or USB C converter to HDMI or something like that. So, so basically this thing that I've got right here, yeah, like I haven't heard if that if I don't know if you could just plug that in and have it work or not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you could. If we had a switch, we could test it. Yeah, but I'm not paying three hundred dollars for that thing. Uh, so <laughs> I know that's the problem. It's like, uh, am I willing to spend like three hundred sixty dollars just to play a Zelda game? I'm. I'm half tempted to just spend the like $160 to buy a Wii U just for that thing. That's definitely a better value proposition. Because uh, from the sound of things, they are the same thing. They, 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 didn't, they didn't invert it and make him carry the sword in the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah. And like... Uh, like graphics quality wise, it looks the same on the... On the TV? Pretty much. Uh, the only difference is it runs, like, the Wii U runs at 720, and the Switch runs at, like, 900. So you'd have to... Uh, at 900... What? P. 900P is a thing? Mm-hmm. What TVs do that? None. Okay, then... It's, it, like, that's is how... Is that it, just for the Switch screen? No, the Switch screen itself is 720. So the output from the switch to the TV is 900. And then it upscales to 1080. Okay. Well, that's so pretty much no difference. Well, there's uh, I don't even think negligible, I have a 1080p. negligible. No, I, I, I think you have, have a 1080p TV. I think you do. But I think it's a negligible <clears throat> difference. Like yeah. <laughs> there was a video that was like Here's a comparison between the Wii U and Switch versions of the games. And um, <laughs> it's like a YouTube video doing a side by side. And, and my friend was like, it's almost like a joke video <laughs> because there's like no like you can't tell just by looking at the video, especially since it's like YouTube compression. Right. That it's like, uh, are they different? And there's like slight, slightly more aliasing on the Wii U version. But even performance wise, there's like no like basically no difference between the two because the switch is running like hampered hardware to output a higher resolution and the Wii U is running a resolution that it can actually keep up with so in the end they kind of balance out yeah so you know it's funny it's like they it's so funny they've done that did it again it's like we're gonna launch this Zelda title this Zelda title is gonna be like our launch thing for this new piece of hardware but also you can buy it for the old hardware like yeah and especially with uh twilight princess it was like yeah you might as well just play it on the old hardware because then you don't have to worry about all the wii garbage right you know? yeah uh, so and if unless you're like embrace the gimmick or whatever i guess but yeah I mean, oh I, but I suppose... that game played so much worse on the wii right i mean the the only benefit of getting it for the Switch I can see is that you could play the game while you're pooping. I mean, you could still, I guess, play the, the Wii U version while you're pooping, but it would be a little more awkward, right? Well, it, you can't 
like if your if your toilet was too far away, you couldn't. Right. But if your toilet's near where your Wii U is, then you're fine. Or if you just want to unhook the Wii U from your TV and put it in the bathroom, then you can do that too. <laughs> That's really what everyone should do. <laughs> put their Wii U in the bathroom. Yeah. Here you are with the toilet where you belong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um So yeah, the, the the game though, like the actual game, seems bananas. Yeah. Like it like I was watching a guy play it last night and he was fighting this like giant octo robot thing that was chasing him down and shooting lasers at him and he like hid behind a tree, which one is ridiculous. But two, doing that worked cuz it blocked the giant blocked the giant laser, but the tree blew up and like fell over and he was like, "Ah!" And so <laughs> <laughs> I'll hide behind this tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then he started running around and like the guy, the the giant robot thing shot at this uh, house that didn't explode, uh, but it set the grass on fire. And then the guy like pulled out a bomb and threw the bomb, but it the bomb like flew off into the air. And then he had to like explain, like the guy playing was like, "Oh right, you saw that bomb fly into the air? That's because whenever the whenever fires, uh, whenever there's a fire, that creates an updraft." And the updraft can blow things in like upwards. And so my bomb caught the updraft from the fire that was that the robot started by shooting the grass. And there was another video. I, I saw. love that the bomb is aerodynamic enough to be flung by fire heat waves. Well, yeah. And like, that's a thing because there's a little glider thing, too. So you can like set grass on fire and jump on the glider and like catch the updraft and fling fling yourself into the air. Uh and there's a bunch of weird, like, just, there's like this whole, they've done the thing that I really love about open world games, it, when they do it right, is they have made a cool tool set, and then it's like, alright guy, go for it. And, like, you can use this weirdo tool set to, like, get wherever, to places, like, you're supposed to get to eventually, but... If you figure out how to get there early, uh, you can run into some like really tough enemies or like get some items that you probably shouldn't have at that stage of the game. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, that, that's that stuff is great. I mean, I I definitely do that kind of crap whenever possible. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> finding out, uh, you know, how some of these systems like interoperate, like throwing the bomb through the heat wave updraft thing. It's like whoa, like I could probably I probably have to use that to solve a puzzle at some point, you know, and and that's the thing that's like different about this Zelda game is they give you in the first like 20 minutes, they give you uh, 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 all of your you know baseline tools. And then there's like equipment upgrades beyond that. But as far as like solving their, you know, puzzles and stuff, you've got everything right off the bat to to do every to to get all of that stuff done, you know, the, the combat is going to be more difficult in some areas because they're like, they are harder enemies. So you have to get like better equipment to take them down faster, but you can still, it's kind of a dark souls approach of like, if you're good enough at the combat, you can get them. Like there's nothing yeah. stopping you. Um, so yeah. And also seeing that this guy 
was saying like, you know, he's been playing for like 18 to 20 hours and he's got this like sliver of the map open up. And I'm like, good grief. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So maybe so maybe it's worth $160. To- <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but, I mean, it seems very good. Yeah, that's good. So I know you wanted to talk about Stardew Valley again. No. Yes. I can see it on your face. No. Uh, well, it's not, not really a big deal, but I, I, they're, uh, I, I have heard that they're planning on doing a multiplayer update to the game, which to me sounds kind of crazy. I don't know if that's really true or not. Is it going to be like... Uh, what's that one um, Nintendo um, Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm still not exactly sure if it's true because it just seems so crazy. But that there would be like a... I don't know. Just the way that the game plays, I don't know how multiplayer would work. Well, like in that game, each party uh, maintains their own... Farm? Uh, farm town i've never played it but then the the, the multiplayer is all asynchronous so you can like go to some dude's place and do chores for them or something mm-hmm. and then i think you get a reward but they also like get the chores get done. the chores done or something so you like show up and like dust off some of their chickens and paint their hedges yeah okay maybe i don't know uh, if it's not real time, then it seems a little bit less interesting. But maybe it's like multiplayer. It's like you can go visit somebody's farm and see like all of the decoration and stuff that they've done. For their yeah, place. yeah. As long as it's not like how the latest or the last SimCity tried to do multiplayer, and they're like, "All right, guys, <laughs> forced multiplayer." It's it's uh, it's mandatory, and also like you're interdependent. Because only one, um, only one city can like a, a city in this is very small, but also has to specialize in one thing uh, in order for the system to work. So each person that's creating a uh, a city in this like uh, I don't know like network has to have their own specialization that they agree to. That way, everybody can get the amount of resources that they need to survive. But then everybody's like, I call power plant, power plant, power plant. And then it's like 20 power plant cities and nobody decided to do waste management. So you've just got like garbage and feces piling up on your electric lines. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was stuff like that. Like uh, one city had to be power. The other one needed to be like the commercial district uh, kind of stuff. And then you had to like all pool your resources together in order to make the like uh big art like I think it was like an arcology or something mm-hmm. that you could do. That was like a like a big um like monolithic feat. Kind of like one of the one of the features of like like end game to that scenario. Yeah. But that seems like so not fun to do. Well, what people ended up doing was just inhabiting all of those things and running multiple cities themselves. Right. Yeah, because they wanted to play a single-player game and do everything. Yeah. 
And then City Skylines came along and was just like, hey, suck it, SimCity. We actually made a good version. <laughs> now Maxis is dead forever. Yeah, that's true. Maxis is still making Sims games, I think. Yeah. But the Maxis we grew up with is dead forever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So have you been playing anything beyond Stardew Valley? Or Yeah, so I started playing a game called Crashlands. Are you familiar with that? Are you familiar with the story of the guy, like the game developer guy that found out he was dying of cancer and then like wanted to make his dream game and then like his friends or whatever, like started to help him develop his dream game? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's the story. Okay. It's, I think I probably told it enough to get the idea. And so Crashlands was apparently the game that he wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty fun. It's a uh, so you can get it on Steam, but it's also on mobile devices, which is kind of where I would recommend getting it if you play on mul- multiple devices. Um, it's uh, it's like a two D kind of top down, not exactly Minecraft, but it's kind of a similar sort of thing where there's like all kinds of like like creatures that you can fight and kill and they drop resources. And then there's like, you know, resource, other resources that you can dig up like trees and rocks and things. Mm -hmm. And you build a bunch of different, it's all about like gathering materials from monsters and resource sites. And then, um, turning like building workstations. And then that workstation will, will, you know, you can build, um, armor and decorations and like walls and floors to build houses and stuff. Um, it's a lot like the building and stuff is a lot simpler than like a Minecraft or a Terraria or something like that, but it's kind of a similar concept to that sort of thing. But the fighting is a little bit more interesting from uh, like a, for, at least for playing like on a mobile game uh-huh. because it's sort of like, Sort of like how uh, combat in um, Elder Scrolls Online is, you know? Like, if something's going to cast, like, an area of effect spell or a spell that, like, sweeps across the... It puts up this big, like, indicator thing. Yeah, you get, like, the red indicator. So, like, you walk, like you're, you're, you have, like, melee attack, and you walk up and you whack the guy, and then you see, like, the big red circle, and you've got to, like, walk, dodge it, and walk out of the way before it, like, hits and, and blows you up. Mm, okay. Um, but... Uh, like, so some of the combat can get kind of crazy and hectic like that. Um, but then, yeah, so there's like all these workstations that you build and then that will give you materials to build a new tool to build together a new resource and build a new workstation. And along the way, there's all kinds of like armor and weapon upgrades and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of fun. And yeah. the writing, like, I think the writing kind of helps sell it a lot, too, because it's pretty silly. Mm hmm. Uh, so it's a fun game, and it's got a uh, uh, cloud save feature, which is great for like multi devices. So you could buy it for Steam and for your phone or uh, whatever, and so then you, if you sync them all with a with an account, you could play the game on Steam, and then when you're out, um, because there's certain things that take a long time to either replenish. Um, nothing takes like a really long time to craft, but there are some things that take like 
two minutes is like usually the longest something takes to craft. But okay, so it's not like a free to play game, right? It's not like yeah, it's not like that. But there are things that like you know you can harvest this resource node, and it'll take two hours for that one to be harvestable again. Yeah. Um, but then there's like a bunch of eventually like like you can put a bunch of that stuff in your house. Like you know there's like trees and plants that grow like that you can go scattered about that you can go find and harvest but eventually like you can also build like a potted plant version of it and then put it in your house and just collect it there as much as you want and you can gather soil and then plant the big trees in the soil Mm. so that's like what i would usually do and those usually they take like 20 minutes to grow back so that is like something like the benefit of having it on your phone is if you just want to get a whole bunch of this plant or whatever um, like during the day, you can just pop in on your phone, gather that plant, and then pop back out. And then if you play it on the PC, you come back home and you've got all the resources you've, you've gathered because mm-hmm. you popped in and played it on the phone. But I played on my iPad, which is fine. I mean, that's perfectly fine for playing it. I, I played on the phone a little bit, and it's kind of it's a little bit harder to do combat. Um, yeah. They they show less of the screen in the phone one so that like it doesn't get too small to see mm-hmm. um, you can see a much wider area if you play on the ipad and i'm sure on the pc so it's it's better to not play on the phone but you it's still playable on the phone but with the cloud sync kind of stuff you can just take it anywhere yeah so that's, that's nice but yeah it's pretty fun um i've definitely been it's been i've been playing a long time i can can show you my like crazy house decoration systems but uh there's all kinds of like you can uh all of the enemies that you find like the the standard non-boss enemies um you can get like a pet version of and they'll fly around and do the same attack style that uh, pattern that they have um they'll attack enemies for you it's mm-hmm. kind of cool um and they also like provide like a passive buff like this one will boost your electric damage, and this one will boost your poison resist, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's called Crash Dance? Crash Lands. Oh. Yeah. So, it sounds like you haven't been playing Yakuza. No. Well, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know. Like I said, I will bust into some new games, uh... I've I've had busy weekends. I had to go get chickens and all that other nonsense. Mm, Real chickens. Yes. Real alive chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Like real chickens, which I, again, I'm not dealing with the real chickens. I have my digital chickens, which are much, much less work because you just go click them once a day and they're fine. Mm -hmm. These, like, you have to, like, do real stuff. Yes. I've had all kinds of other, like, crazy goings on. So, which is why Crash Lens has been great because, again have the game play while you poop mm-hmm. yeah yeah i feel like i i've beaten a lot of games recently because i did uh i finally beat that i beat that mankind divided game and that that game is just a wet fart and then i beat um i played and beat the last guardian which man my my uh one sentence review of that game is they can't all be winners <laughs> Uh, well, but you've also like all of those games are like much shorter, right? Like I've been playing all these games at like I 
Well, your game, like Stardew Valley and this other game sound just like uh, games into perpetuity. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I, that's, that's the problem. It's like, I'm getting all these games. Like I'll put, once I put like uh, four, 500 hours into this game, then I can move on to the next one. And that's, that's the problem is I've got these games that like are massive, massive time sinks. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have like all the like 12 to 17 hour games to like check off a list or something. Well, yeah. Well, The Last Guardian is much shorter than that. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's an achievement for beating it in under five hours. I think that's relatively impossible. uh, (laughs) Because so much of that game is not dependent on what you are able to do or what you know to do. And much more on this damn dog AI. And (laughs) is it going to break right now? Or is it going to actually do the thing that I know it's supposed to be doing right now? You're just doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dog would just break. Like sometimes he would just get stuck in an like a I, like a bugged <laughs> loop. Like an AI like like there was one time he just got stuck in an animation uh that was just like bouncing his head back and forth into a wall and I'm like this isn't right and he responds <laughs> to nothing. And I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll just restart from a checkpoint. And I had to restart from a checkpoint several times because of stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's no does, way. Where does the restarting from a checkpoint like revert back that time? Yeah. That you. Oh no, it doesn't revert the time like the, the game clock. No. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say like maybe that's how you do it. Is like you just you just re you like reload until like you get it to play through correct you just keep resetting the clock and you're just like okay i'm i'm like speed running this well you're like yeah but you've got to like it's like groundhog day speed run yeah or something no i mean like yeah that i don't think it does that i think it just keeps track of uh the total because god yeah it's just uh yeah, that game's it look, you know, it it has some of the stuff that the previous games did, which is like the look and the sound, and like the music is great and the the visual of like look of things is good, and it's like pretty consistent to the same style that they've done in the last games, uh, and so that stuff's there, but then the game just. It's just not there, like, and 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 it's chiefly because of this stupid dog and how much I hate it. <laughs> so, like, the main, the main, like, mechanic of the game is the part that you would wish did not exist. Yeah, or I just wish, <laughs> like, here's the thing: if you had just direct control over this thing and you could just like point to a thing and say, "Do exactly this," that game would be like three hours, right? But it took me over five, but under 15, right? I don't know exactly how long it took, but because of the how the achievements pan out, I know it was that long. Because <laughs> uh, there are three time-based achievements, and one of them is under 30, another one is under 15, and another one is under five. And I didn't hit the under five because it was just busted. But there's no difficulty in like the combat or understanding what the puzzles are or where you're supposed to go. It's all pretty lined out for you and like apparent, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like, like dog go now, go now, dog go now, 
And sometimes he'll like go through a few of the so there's sections where the dog has to platform and he'll platform to like three or four of the things and then not do the last one. And you're like, just do the last one. Just do the last one. And you'll sit there and you're like, just do it. It's right there. Just keep going. And there's a button to like point and yell for the dog and say like, go here, dog. And a few times when I've done that, he goes the opposite direction. And I'm just like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like. (laughs) That's funny. Just like if you try to command a real dog. Yeah. And, you know, there's a reason I don't have real dogs and I never want a real dog. Yeah. And it's because I don't like anything about their presence. (laughs) And. Oh, boy. And everything, everything that, like, my girlfriend says, like, these are the things I love about dogs. I say, I either hate those things or would rather not have them. (laughs) Poop in the house. (laughs) Poop in the house. (laughs) Licking you. Uh, Rubbing up against you. Laying next to you. Like, putting its paws on your leg. Or, if it's too big, putting its paws on your chest because it's huge. None of those things are things I want. Well, probably shouldn't have a dog. That's what I keep saying. You're going to have a dog. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, but I want to have I the things that I like about dogs is, you know, they'll like cuddle with me and stuff. And I'm like, I will also cuddle with you. (laughs) That is a thing that I will do. But you know what I won't do while I'm doing that? Barf on the floor and then eat it. That's the thing that I won't do. <laughs> I can guarantee, you know. Uh-huh. Another thing I won't do, drag my butt around on the floor. Not going to do that. I don't know. You have in the past. <laughs> it's different. I've grown up. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, like if... The, like, Ico, or Eco, however you want to pronounce it, some people found that annoying because of the ghost girl you have to drag around. But at, but least, at least you could just... full control over that. Yeah, you could just <laughs> grab her and say, this way. Right. And she would follow you because she had to. And Shadow of the Colossus is just... You the, rode it, the horse. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> the best out of any of these three because it's literally just you and the horse and the horse is real good and uh beyond, like other than that it's like you like on your own killing these giant monsters right and then this one is like 90 percent dog not doing the thing it's supposed to do <laughs> so it's kind of like playing multiplayer with somebody who's trolling you part of the time is that yeah what it is yeah it's like that who's just and then you're just like look all you have to do is this one thing, God, you drove us off the cliff again. <laughs> and they're like, what? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like playing multiplayer and the other one is like, your mom. And she's like, it's like, well, I hit up. No, you did not hit up. You hit the start button. Uh-huh. It was like, look at the arrow that points up. I hit that really because right now you're using the remote control. Yeah. Like you're not even holding the controller anymore. That's that's a flower. That's not even how, why would you even think that controls a video game? 
No, I just needed some gussying up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like if you were trying to play Portal 2 multiplayer with your mom. <laughs> and you're like, just point the portal here, and you're like doing that little cue thing that's like, boom, 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 right here. This is where it needs to go. And then just... And then, and then just instead, like, instead portals you into the acid. Yeah, and you're like, I don't even know how you did that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's like, that is what playing The Last Guardian is. Only they had 10 years to program that AI, and that's how they ended up with it. It's just this like freaking troll dog. <sighs> <sighs> Great. Well, okay then. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to give that one like, if you want to see that game, I will give you that game. It is you can have it, but I'm going to tell you right now, like you probably don't want to play it. You're that done with it, huh? Yeah, like you can, you know, it was thirty dollars or whatever, and I'm done. Like totally over it. Yeah, uh, it's I'm. Uh, like, well, from the sounds of things, it should take me somewhere around the neighborhood of five hours so yeah i can get it done in the weekend that'll be that'll be something it'll take you around five to thirty hours depending on how dumb that dog is so okay whatever you know wrap it up pretty fast i beat it roughly a weekend so uh yeah that was that's probably the best thing i have to say about that is at least it was short-lived like (laughs) they didn't draw it out but uh yeah, they don't even have um, team team eco is not even in the credits for that game anymore, hmm. and it kind of shows, I guess, because it's just not up to par with the other games. Yeah. So what happened? Did it like did it just get handed off a bunch of times? Or? Yeah, I think uh, I think they the the like director or whatever of that that studio just got the boot, uh, and they had to shift it over to another like Japan studio or whatever, and just have them finish it out and like wrap it up. Like, here's the game, wrap this up, you know, sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm interested to know like what the original game idea was and if it was supposed to have a better control controls or something better than what it is. Cause man, yeah. It's rough. Um, but yeah, I think that's, yes, Crash Land is probably the only thing I've been playing, uh, but I've got that pile of games now mm-hmm. to go through. Add that, add that to the pile, I suppose. <laughs> Put it on the pile. I still got my Christmas games too, because again, what happened was I played, I played one of them. I played, uh, who's a what's it's, mm-hmm. um. Yes, I played Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. And then I finished that, and then it was like, okay, now I'll play Stardew Valley. And then two months later, I'm still talking about that game. Yeah. So, so that's what happened. And all those other games that I've got, I still haven't played yet, but I need to play those too. So. Yeah. I did start up a game of uh, Divinity with my roommate. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? And it seems pretty fun. Like it's it's it feels kind of like playing a D and D game, mm-hmm. um, because it is you know turn based uh, <clears throat> combat stuff. Yeah, 
have you have you started like teaming up to rob people yet? Because that was like my like favorite part. What? Yeah. So like you could steal stuff. Yeah, I know you can steal stuff. But if you if one person goes and talks to somebody to distract them, like you can turn their field of view so that you can like have this guy like, hey, I'm going to come over here and start a conversation with you. And then you walk behind him and rob them blind. Oh, my God. You haven't done that yet? Well, I've only, I only played it for about like 30 minutes. So oh, I, yeah. I only got to the first town. OK, yeah. But but I mean, you'll rob that whole town. Yeah, because like that's what you do. Like have one like you're like whichever one of you is the thief, you know, or maybe both of you are the thief. I don't really. I don't think either one of us are a thief. What you don't like? Neither of you like went with like a rogue kind of set of skills. I almost did. I was a for me it was a dice roll or it was a coin flip between uh, this like rogue character and then like uh, a ranger character. And I was like, man, I always play a rogue. I'll play the ranger character. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we can still sneak though. Yeah, I, and, and the thing is, you don't have to sneak if you can get the other person to be a distraction. Oh, you know, so you go use that person to like talk and turn turn their head away from where you want to go do all your thieving, and then you just do your thieving. Because like most most of like the detection is line of sight kind of stuff. So if they're facing away from you you know and they get locked in the conversation so if they're yeah because I, I can just like not progress you're like hey how's it going and then you just stare at each other <laughs> like, awkwardly huh? and your friend is like walks behind them and just like throws everything into a bag <laughs> and you're just like hi there <laughs> for like five minutes like eh, i gotta go bye and it's like he's like oh what an interesting conversation oh i've been robbed <laughs> Well, uh, all right. I'm definitely going to have to remember that the next time I play that game. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, we need to get in this room. Let me just talk to this guy. You pick the lock. Get into that room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, we did. Uh, so in that starting town, <laughs> in that starting town, there's like some kind of orc lady or something. And it's she's just like, for some reason, there's some sound effects that like, carry out way too far and she's just making like lewd noises mm. yeah it, yeah stuff like that like mm. oh, 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 oh. and i think we had a conversation and she was under some kind of like love potion spell oh yeah but it was just like that's not that's not cool like that's not right <laughs> she's just standing over there in a corner just like uh well, yeah, and what's really funny is, too, is, you know, because it's, like, two-player and you can get into a conversation, what's really frustrating is you can get into, like, a very, like, important plot conversation without the other person around, uh-huh. and sometimes you'll do something like, I'm going to go over here and talk to this guy, and something important plot-related happens, and you get teleported somewhere else in an entirely different dimension or something, and it's like... Where the heck did you go? And he's like, I don't know. I'm doing this thing, and I'm learning story that you're never gonna know now. Yeah, that that <laughs> happened a few times, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't even like because I think my friend, I think my roommate played it by himself the first time, so I don't think he's aware that that's happening. Like, yeah, he'll be like, listen to this guy, and then I'll start a conversation. He's like, isn't that crazy? This guy's doing a bad Sean Connery impression, which is real, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and I'm like what 
oh, I have to click this icon to listen to your conversation. Oh, like, <laughs> that guy's not even talking anymore. <laughs> so I don't think he knows that that's how that it that's operates. Going on. Yeah, because that's what'll happen. Like, you'll, you can go over here and, like, trigger an entire conversation, and the other person is just not even involved now. Yeah. Now, one thing that does bug me about this game is the writing. And because we ran into a guy who was a cat and then he turned into a human and he was very flamboyant. And everything that he said was a cat pun. And I wanted to die. (laughs) But that's how a lot of the writing is. It's just like, hi, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a cow herder. And now all of my lines are around like, cow related jokes or something uh-huh. it's just like cowabunga yeah it's yeah. stuff like it's stuff like that, that's about that, that bad yeah but yeah i don't know i i don't really remember because again i think a lot of the conversations we just kind of half like missed or something because like one of us like clicked and yeah which i don't even remember most of the story stuff happening because I'll, it was so easy to like miss and skip things accidentally Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember, like, have you have you run into like anything where it's like you have to make a decision, and then oh yeah, the two of you are discussing the decision. Yeah, and, and then like, you have to like paper rock scissors if you can't agree on what to do. Oh well, I haven't run into that because we've both agreed the last couple times that that has happened. Okay, but do you are you guys in earshot where you talk to each other? We've got a mic on, okay. uh, but we haven't like discuss like definitely pick this thing i've just been like picking stuff that i felt like oh, i want to pick this okay so you don't you don't tell him what you're gonna pick no whenever you choose something yeah okay yeah so if you disagree then you get uh it's interesting like if you disagree kind of how that works and then you then you have like it's you you can use like the uh uh like charisma stat against your friend because if you've got like a higher charisma, then you go into like, if you disagree, then you go into paper, rock, scissors battle to like, as an argument, like that's the argument feature is a paper, rock, scissors battle, but your charisma, I think determines how much damage you do. So like, if I have like a high charisma, I can like win the argument and like, I have to just win paper, rock, scissors like two times, but you have to win like five times if you've got, garbage charisma wow that's so funny. yeah <laughs> but and, and, and so it's great it's like I'll, like you use it you can use it a lot if you disagree with the other player uh-huh. but you also there's also like times where you can do like speech attacks or whatever to to npcs where you can speech attacks <laughs> i don't know what else you call it you go into paper rock scissors battle but oh, you still do that? You don't just yeah. like, click a button and it's like speech check. No, no, you you paper rock scissors battle them. So you like I'm gonna try and convince this guy of something. <laughs> makes and, me then think you, of, and then you do that battle system. Makes me think of insult sword fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so if you've got like a really high speech check or whatever, then you you do better in those in those situations. Yeah. Well, that's a way to do that yeah it's definitely a lot more interesting than like a lot of games do the, the speech stuff yeah <clears throat> well f- so few games have you like take part in a conversation with somebody else you know mm-hmm. i can't think of another game that does that off the top of my head 
Oh, or like you do a like a multiplayer conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing too, it's fun with that speech system is, um, it it mostly applies when you're talking to like other. Uh, like the NPCs, like to do the speech check thing, but you can use like, there's like a couple of different like ways you can try to convince them. You can like, I think there's like, you know, like intimidation and logic and like appeal, like emotional appeal or something like that. There's like a couple of different options. And Mm -hmm. depending on the person you talk to, like logic may be a lot more effective. Or in this case, like if you choose intimidation as like your reason, then you'll get bonus points. You'll do like bonus damage with your, with your speech attack. Speech so. attack. Yes. Speech attack. That's like, that's what I'm going to call it because it's, it's like a, there's like a hit point thing that you, you do. So, yeah. So outside of the switch launching, is there any like news? Any other news? Yeah. Um, I said Stardew Valley multiplayer. What uh, else do you want? The only thing I can think of is that, so the GDC was last week. Right. And I need to go and watch the talk about the uh, selfie system in Final Fantasy XV. Because <laughs> uh, that was amazing. Well, the system itself was like really goofy. and But, I, but as I was like looking through the different <laughs> panels and stuff that were going to be at GDC, I was like, well... This one's the most interesting one to me. Because <laughs> uh, it actually worked out pretty well. I guess you'll see when you start playing that game. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. Taking selfies. There's there's a lot of times where it doesn't quite work out and you just end up with a lot of butt shots of one of the characters or like a lot of shots of you like half half mounted on a chocobo for some reason. And I don't know why he took so many of those. But um, yeah, it, there's some stuff where like it turned out very good. Maybe the butt shots were on purpose. I think they were like, cause it was always of the same character too. So I'm like, okay, guy, <laughs> I know what you're up to here. <laughs> Creeper. Yeah. Cause there were also like other glamor shots of the same character. And I was showing my room and I'm like, this guy is totally gay for this dude. Look at the, look at all these photos he's taken. And like, not <laughs> like, you know, eight out of 10, we're going to be like, of that guy like mm-hmm. either in battle or like striking a pose or just some butt shot during battle and it's like no wonder you die all the time you know prompto like you're too busy taking photos of this other dude <laughs> messed up uh so i wanted to see that but yeah uh, outside of that we make other other announcements uh not really they oh they uh there's new footage of the shadow of mordor is getting a sequel Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shadow of War. Yeah. And I watched some gameplay of that this morning, and that looks pretty rad. Uh, They have, like, sieges and stuff you can do, and you and your ghost dad can do more, like, combo attacks and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. I I, I do remember, like, hearing about that being announced. The one thing that I remember somebody posting about was how disappointed they were in the YouTube comments, because... People got really upset that there's apparently a black character in a Tolkien world game. Is there? Because not in the footage that I saw. 
I saw a bunch of orcs, a bunch of trolls, and... Right, a bunch of magic creatures in a world of magic and fantasy. So, Uh apparently a black person can't possibly exist there. No, well, no. (laughs) We have green people. Yeah. But no. We can have green people, we can have tree people, we can have... uh, What other weird stuff is there? Pale, Pale underground golem monsters? Yeah, pale underground golem monsters... Um, we can have giant fire demons. You can have like uh, enormous talking... birds that wizards can talk to. Yeah, or talking spiders, or uh, uh, what are the things that turn to stone in the daylight? Trolls. Was it, was it the trolls? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but no black. Yeah, black people don't. Even though I'm pretty sure some of the like in the the end of the third movie like. The, the mercenaries or whatever that were coming from the south like were like black people like on the riding on the giant elephant things yeah well they were definitely like not white people yeah like, they were all kinds of colors yeah that were not just like what if we cast all these british people <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like what somebody can't travel in this world like come from somewhere else yeah. Uh, the elves are from somewhere else mm-hmm. so yeah uh, I don't know uh, you know the internet's terrible in a lot of ways so it's true you're better off just not looking at YouTube comments about anything that's yeah that's true I mean you know those same people were like they're probably the same people who were like a black stormtrooper right uh-huh. it's, it's like what there are black people in star wars (laughs) that's a fact you know and clearly like they ran out of clones and had to start yeah like the whole that was like the whole movie was like they ran out of clones they started taking babies yeah well that wasn't the whole movie but that was part of the movie that was yeah that was part of the movie but yeah i mean it's (sighs) Well, and it's which, which it's, is also why there was a lady stormtrooper. Yeah. Well, and also it's like George Lucas, it, you know, retconned that they were they were all clones in Jedi or whatever. Uh, you know, you remember that? Not really. Oh, at one point I think he re- he like redubbed all of the stormtroopers or something to have the, the Australian voice. voice. Oh, okay. Instead of having like the actual original voices or whatever. See, and that's like totally dumb. Well, he's a monster, right? So like (laughs) he made a terrible thing that were the prequel movies and then was like, oh, right. None of these match up my original movies. I guess I'll have to make them match up by changing the original movies because I messed up. I messed up. But I mean, that's totally dumb because it's like. None of those people were raised or trained in Mandalore, so they're not going to be Australians, you know? An Australian... You know what the difference is between a British person and an Australian? Is where they were raised, basically. And that's the difference between the accent, Mm -hmm. right? Neither of which we're going to do because we can't do accents. But... And then, like, a South African accent is because that's where you learned English. Yeah. You know? And a goofy accent is because you learned it from Gooftopia. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like wherever Goof Troop was filmed. Yeah. So, like, there's no... 
that seems totally unnecessary. It doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah. And the reason is because they really invested in having all of the same guy do the voice of all of the stormtroopers in the Clone Wars movie and then the Clone Wars TV show. Mm-hmm. And then I guess George Lucas was like, fine, I guess I gotta do that because. And nobody said why. Nobody said why ever. Or maybe somebody, well, like whenever maybe he everyone was, who said why was promptly fired. Yeah. Well, you like you watch some of those behind the scenes things and it's like he's surrounded by yes men. And some of it is probably because like they either love Star Wars uh so much that they're blind to like the bad decisions or they like think he's a genius and don't want to question him or they don't want to get fired. But it, it it's it's clear that he was like like had too much control and was not and was not ever like people didn't ever like second guess his decisions. So he was just like, and this is why I will never end up like being like, like in like a near, like near adjacent position, like career wise to somebody who needs people like that. Because like, I'm always like, that's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> like I have, <laughs> Clearly, you and I both have no problem with going like that. That's dumb. Why would you do that to like the most like high rank, like the the boss or whatever? Well, and like and like if if I come to that and I'm like, and look, here's some reasons why that's bad. And the only answer I get back is like, well, I'm the boss. And I'm like, bad reason. (laughs) (laughs) Both of us would be fired by George Lucas, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we would be. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, never is because I'm the boss is that's never a good reason, you know. Uh, but. Anyway. Uh, maybe I think we should wrap it up. Uh, All right, then. Uh, what do we name this episode? Speech attack. Speech attack. Yeah. OK. Yeah, that's <laughs> Either that or Jesse hates dogs. Uh, that's real, you know. <laughs> it's too, too real. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll just go with speech tag then. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs>